What can I say, Frank thought. It is. You've heard of the phrase quality of life, he asked her. I have, Donna said, usually referring to the terminally ill, whether they pull the plug or not. This is a quality of life issue, Frank replied. And it is, he thinks this morning, as he enjoys the smell of the roasting coffee beans and puts the water on to boil. Quality of life is about the little things, doing them well, doing them right. He takes a small pan from the rack that hangs over the butcher block and puts it on the stovetop. He lays a thin slice of butter in it, and when the butter just starts to bubble, he breaks an egg in the pan, and while it's frying, he slices an onion bagel in half. Then he carefully slips the egg out with a plastic spatula. Only plastic. Metal would scratch the nonstick surface, which is something Donna can't seem to remember, which is why she's not allowed to cook in Frank's cucina. Lays it on one of the slices, puts the other over it, and wraps the egg sandwich in a linen napkin to keep it warm. Donna, of course, gives him grief about the daily egg. It's an egg, he tells her, not a hand grenade. You're 62 years old, Frank, she tells him. You have to watch your cholesterol. No, they found that wasn't true about the eggs, he says. They got a bum rap. His daughter, Jill, harasses him about it, too. She just graduated pre-med at UCSD, so, of course, she knows everything. He tells her otherwise. You're pre-med, he says. When you're med, then you can give me agita about the eggs. America, Frank thinks. We're the only country in the world afraid of our food. By the time the lethal egg sandwich is ready, the coffee beans are roasted. He pours them into the grinder for exactly ten seconds, then pours the ground coffee into the French press maker, pours the boiling water in, and lets it sit for the suggested four minutes. The minutes aren't wasted. Frank uses them to get dressed. How a civilized human being can get dressed in four minutes is beyond me, Donna has observed. It's easy, Frank thinks, especially when you lay your clothes out the night before and you're going to a bait shop. So this morning he puts on a clean pair of underwear, thick wool socks, a flannel shirt, an old pair of jeans, then sits on the bed and puts on his work boots. When he goes back into the kitchen, the coffee is ready. He pours it into a metal go cup and takes his first sip. Frank loves that first taste of coffee, especially when it's freshly roasted, freshly ground, and freshly made. Quality of life. Little things, he thinks, matter. He puts the lid on the go-cup and sets it on the counter as he takes his old hooded sweatshirt from the hook on the wall and puts it on, jams a black wool beanie on his head, and takes his car keys and wallet from their assigned place. Then he takes yesterday's Union Tribune, from which he saved the crossword puzzle. He does it late in the morning when the bait business is slow. He picks the coffee back up, grabs the egg sandwich, flicks off the stereo, and he's ready to go. It's winter in San Diego and cold outside. Okay, relatively cold. It's not Wisconsin or North Dakota. It's not the painful kind of cold where your engine won't turn over and your face feels like it's going to crack and fall off. But any place in the Northern Hemisphere is at least chilly at 4.10 a.m. in January. Especially, Frank thinks, as he gets into his Toyota pickup truck, when you're on the wrong side of 60 and it takes a little while for your blood to warm up in the morning. But Frank loves the early hours. They're his favorite time of the day. This is the quiet time, the only part of his busy day that's actually tranquil, and he loves to watch the sun come up over the hills east of the city and see the sky over the ocean turn pink as the water changes from black to gray. But that won't be for a little while. It's still blackout now. He turns to a local AM station to get the weather report. Rain and more rain. A big front moving in from the North Pacific. He pays half attention as the announcer gives the local news. It's the usual. 
Four more houses in Oceanside have slid down a slope in the mud. The city auditors can't decide if the city is on the verge of bankruptcy or not, and housing prices have risen again. Then there's the city council scandal. The FBI's Operation G-Sting has resulted in the indictment of four councilmen for taking bribes from strip club owners to repeal the city ordinance prohibiting touching in the clubs. A couple of vice cops have been paid off for looking the other way. Yeah, it's news and it's not news, Frank thinks. Because San Diego is a port town for the Navy, the sex trade has always been a big part of the economy. Bribing a councilman so that a sailor can get a lap dance is practically a civic duty. But if the FBI wants to waste its time on strippers, it's nothing to Frank. He hasn't been in a strip club in, what, 20 years? Frank switches back to the classical station, opens the linen napkin on his lap, and eats his egg sandwich while he drives down to Ocean Beach. He likes that little bite of the onion and the bagel again.